Welcome to Hotels, the podcast, hosted by your boy, Tracy Mays, and brought to you by ID Black Kids. It's like I've always wanted one of those romantic type dudes. You know the ones that like, sing to flowers and talk to you flowers. So right now I'm with Savannah and we are having a little bit of closet talk because it's a lot going on (laughs) outside and we are here today to talk to her about just being on the rise and the come up in Las Vegas um, and what that's all about. You feel me? So I would like to know what is it like for you bartending at an up and coming bar that's really starting to catch heat in Las Vegas. You guys really survived COVID and you guys just filmed on um, Bar Rescue. Bar Rescue. And what was that like? Like, how does all of this feel for you? So, it feels weird, honestly. Like, so real, I guess. Um, Being that I started working at Cork and Thorn in a very awkward time for the world, especially for Las Vegas, for the whole city. You know, the city is shut down. Nobody right. is outside. You you hearing wind downtown in Las Vegas. That's weird. Um, so it was hard. We was going from doing curbside to doing outside events to really, we was picking up furniture from inside, taking it outside, just trying to make it work. Like right. doing whatever it took to figure it out to be open today. Like. We added food because we had to turn into a restaurant at one point. Like, what y'all need? Like, that's what was happening. You know, I think at some point we was even just giving out popcorn so that people had food. Right. Like, whatever it takes is whatever <laughs> it takes. That's that's where we at. So, and so when you started for them, you were wait you were a waitress. No, when I started, I was a waitress. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. I was. You started for them as a waitress. Like, like for like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That was a miserable time. Why was it a miserable time? I'm just, it was weird because even though I started off as a cocktail waitress, I ended my last job as a bartender. Right. So it's just, it's awkward from cocktailing in a casino where everything is free for who you're talking to and they tip in different than cocktailing in a bar where they're not tipping the same. It's, It's not a tip every round. If that makes sense. You know, even though when you work in a casino, most of the time it's like one or two dollars every time. That's every person, every walk. Right. That's at the people. Like, right. And it is every day. So it's different when you work in a club and they have sections and, you know, shit, it ain't busy. Now what I'm going to do? 
you know, the casino is almost always busy because it has slot machines. Right. So it's people coming in there just because to be where we at, you have to pay. You And it's a different, t- it's no technical reward. You know, you, you're not feeding in anything. Getting drunk, but not feeding in anything. <laughs> and, you know, having a good time too. You know, we have phenomenal live entertainment and X, Y, Z, but it took time for people and for the word to just get out. Versus how was the tipping at a bar? Well, how is the tipping at a bar? Normally fine. It honest it ranges, honestly. So we do bottle service too. So sometimes it's a guaranteed tip and sometimes people run up a tab of two, two fifty plus and you still don't eat on that. Really? It's ups and downs, for sure. It's people out here still tipping ten dollars on two fifty for sure. For sure. It's people out here. It's men out here at that. Yes. For sure. So what's the best tip you've had so far? What's what's the most, what's the biggest tip you had so far, should I say? In bartending in general or just this job? Bartending in general. Um, at one time from one person, maybe like 1200 Wow. Yeah. I sold some tickets to him for a concert and he bought them. Really? And I just, yeah. And you sold him the concert tickets when you were where at the Silver Nugget? Yes. I was okay. working their external events, like their rodeos and like, um, I don't know that word, like mariachi concerts type of deal. Okay. Yeah, they wear the ruffle shirts and stuff. Yeah. Those. I was working those events. Okay. Like, I don't know what they're called either. I'm yeah. just saying okay because I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. But like that. Yeah. So what is the vibe now at work for you? I love it. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's almost like watching a 90s movie sometimes. Like. What do you mean? A new version, like we have actual entertainment, open mic, you know, black faces on the forefront. That's weird. I mean, weird in a good way, though, you know, and really amazing to see and even better to see, like, how much talent you're amongst and that you never know. Right. Sometimes people spit or say some of the most enticing shit. And you never would have thought they would say it. Do you feel like you've been put on game a few times, just bartending and doing your thing? For sure, because you never know who you're talking to. Right. You know, and being a bartender, you become a therapist and a marriage counselor and, you know, a babysitter. And you, you're dealing with everybody's issues. Like, you, you're really just taking them in, especially when you work a service bar or when you work a bar where people actually sit as opposed to just serving drinks out, if that makes sense. Right. Um. You know, I've heard some phenomenal stories in both places. What would you say had the most effect on you? Sometimes, especially in casinos, it's hard to see how stuck people are. Like, you know, the Silver Nugget and Lucky Club are both neighborhood casinos. Right. So it's the same people rotating. So you watching the same people lose everything they got. That's sometimes that's hard. And then they still want to drink. And then they still want to play the slots and they cannot tip you tomorrow. And like they, and they stuck, they really in their rotation, you know, and that's, that's sad sometimes. Do you feel like you see that sometimes where you're at now? Or do you feel like it's more of a different crowd? That's more casino. I think now it's different because it's a different, in a casino, you put $2 each time. You never reach 500 and you don't reach 500 for a while. Here where we at. Sometimes bottles is 500 flat and 
you still buying stuff after that. So it's a little bit different. So you can see they handle their money differently because of how they move with their money. Right. Yeah. Now we do have some of like the same regulars and stuff though, and we love to see them. You know, those regulars are like really would thrive a business. People who really gonna bring people when they saying it's my birthday this month and I need forty people. Right. Like for you need four he gonna get forty people. <laughs> like and you know he pulling through and he's coming and he's he's having a good time, which he's feeding into you, so you feed into his good time. And that's all that matters. You know, and that's I'm not a nice person, so it's nice to just be a part of floating world. It's almost Why like, do you say that? Why do you say I'm not a nice person? What makes you say I'm not a nice person? People say I'm not a nice person. I think that I'm nice. I think that I try my best to be as good as I'm going to be. So do you feel like you just adapted to the I'm not a nice person? Yeah, I mean, I guess I just took it. It's my face. I don't know. People like you never smile. I'm like, you just don't ever catch me smiling. Say something to make me smile. That's not going to do it, though. Like, <laughs> like if, if you say something funny and I think it's funny, I'm smiling. I'm not an ass. Like, I'm not stuck up. Just Do you run into that a lot, bartending? No, I laugh. It's their money. I want it. Give it to me. So to them, you're a nice person. Yes. I want your money. <laughs> so what do you feel like the disconnect is? You feel like money? You feel like money is no. the, the middleman that's like... I think that I'm having a good time. I'm at work. I'm making drinks. Music it's good music playing. It's a good time. Like I'm here while I'm making a good time. Like and this it's what I do. I think almost it's almost I say it all the time. It's like Savannah 2.0. Like okay. it's almost a little bit different. Like I'm stepping into myself. Like and it's it's a more it's a very, very you've seen it before. You've seen me write it. It's a very yes. fast pace. You know, yes. Stephanie, for example, she just came yesterday and she was like, I never would have thought it would have been this busy. And I had to jump in at two o'clock on a Sunday. It was busy during COVID when I yeah, was Yeah, like, you know, and we, you know, and our Sunday events are still relatively new. Right. You know, and for them to sometimes still just be crazy busy is a very, very good feeling. You know, it's it's a great feeling to just be in control of your environment. So how often are you at work? Five days a week, roughly 50 hours a week, 52 hours a week point there wow a long time some days not so long like every day is not a long day so it ranges from about that much to it could go to about 46 a week so it ranges some you know shift some nights jay spending two thousand all night he, he's okay. still going okay he, he's he he said he got another 30 in the back and they spent another 10 oh no i'm up <laughs> <laughs> i'm up <laughs> I'm not even tired. Let me get a red bull for, for you, Jay. Let me get one for you. I'm going to get one for me too, okay? Yeah. We, I know sometimes it's just everybody is still having a good time. Now, we definitely know how to wrap parties up if it's trickling. It's sometimes right. it's, it's it's no need to stay open. But if we open, we open. Okay. Like, even when people, most of my staff know that when they call, when, you know, my girls, when they get asked, hey, what time do we close? When y'all stop having fun. So when when it when that disconnect happens and y'all no longer focused and y'all no longer here doing what I need, which is spend money and have a good time at least. Don't don't ignore women and don't no hollering and the, the band is still going and people are still look, focused at the band. You know, when I hear chatter and people focus on themselves, y'all disconnected from what's going on. Y'all supposed to be here for them and they singing the who because y'all not listening. 
Right. So now the party over. Y'all ruined the party. I told y'all to listen. <laughs> y'all not listening. Party over. Because I don't know. To me, that's rude. You know, I always say that too. When we have in live entertainment, I prefer all sitting, no standing room during our performances. You can't see the stage. If anybody's standing, they they not focused on the stage. And I want the focus to be what y'all came here for. Like, yeah, it's the type of speakeasy vibe in there. Yeah, and I I like that. You know, yeah. and I I like that. Shit, sometimes I just want to sit there and just listen to them sing too. Like that's that's nice. Sometimes it's like good to just you know because we have women singers, men singers, and they sing both women songs and men songs. And so we don't have a lot of places like that in Las Vegas it's anymore. A good, I get it. Five days a week, fifty-five hours a week. <laughs> I get it. You know. And it's, so how does working fifty-five hours a week affect your social life and your relationship, your relationship life? I think it makes them almost non-existent. What makes you say that? <laughs> you just, you tired. Like, you know, until recently, you know, I just started telling myself I deserve the stuff I work for. But that also means sometimes that means you have to not work. And that's hard for me. My routine is what keeps me going. Elaborate on that. What do you mean? You said you deserve the stuff you work for, but then you said to not work. It's hard Bartending is still a fast money industry. It's different money, but it's right. still fast money. It's weird when you got to take four days of your fast money off. That's awkward. That's that's like, I don't know. Like for at least a solid six hours every day, I'm running around. Solid. That's to me, it's hustling. Because right. to do anything. It is. It's a hustle. But that's weird to sit down and not do nothing. Even if you out having a good time, just enjoying yourself. It's weird not to just work. Even when I'm out, I'm the bartender everywhere I'm at. That's what I do. Like it's and it's just it's what makes me have a good time. We on a boat. Oh, where the bar at? Oh, y'all need That's a bar. We got. I got the ice. Click click. We got the good good. <laughs> My cup is still full and and tr- his empty. <laughs> yeah, I got a few sips left. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's always a good time though. You know, to reward yourself for doing good is always good. You know, especially when you're doing good stuff you know i would definitely think that i am a part of the change of corbin thorn i would feel so you know i'm the longest you are i'm a part of the longest struggle that they've had and i made it work you know they've lost i couldn't count as many people that have walked out left didn't show back up got fired quit calling people saying stuff bad reviews xyz one two threes like (laughs) And we making that work. Yeah. And I'm in that. We I'm you know, and I have my stomp stomp slams and shit, we all do. But I'm that's where my heart's at. I couldn't lie. So you don't even mind the fifty five hours. You're just doing your thing. I'm in there doing my thing. You know, that bar is my house. I live there. Like I do what I want back there. That's and it's nice that, you know, so now it's so crazy because before I used to just call, you know, I have waitresses and they're all women. So I call them my girls, you know, when people yeah. say something, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll get one of my girls, whatever. So now all my, my backstaff are all boys. So it's like, now I have to get one of my boys or one of my girls. <laughs> like, I got to get them. Like, but it's, it's nice. It's nice also to be needed. That's a good feeling to know you're needed enough to then satisfy something somebody else needs. Right. 
on everything. I love this is the best cocktail I've ever had. This is the best old fashioned I ever had. Those are phenomenal compliments to me, you know, especially because, you know, people will swear I got a snake attitude, but I make you feel good though, all the time. (laughs) All the time. And when you catch me at my element, I'm gonna make you feel good. And that's all that matters. And that's my thing. I don't know. It feels good to do that for people. And that I get to receive that good feeling back. You know, when I see my girls having a good time, that's a great feeling. You know, because then I know they happy. And then which means if they happy, the rest of the room gotta be happy. Because that means there's no complaints, ain't nobody arguing, you know, and that's really good to not have those nights either. You know, every night is different, you know, and some nights, you know, you got some ruffle, but for the most part, everything's smooth. What would you describe the environment like inside Cork and Thorn? I would say urban. Me too. I would. I would say urban. We definitely have some, like old school nights for sure like our wednesday nights is an older crowd because it's blues but honestly you wouldn't imagine the crowd of young people that come in to hear blues music it's still good music like amazing music original it's, music it's 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 well it's still the music it's that makes me music. think about stuff yeah it, it makes me think of my granny like anytime <laughs> i work on wednesdays all i think about is that record player on sunday morning spinning at my granny house like and that's a good feeling. You know, I don't live in L.A. with my granny no more. So it's it's a good feeling to have that and not have to have that, you know, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. you get to just hold it together. So that's that's why I go to work. I get to feel all my feelings. <laughs> all of them. Like, and shoot, Thursday nights, I get to, you know, what do I feel on Thursdays? Thursdays is the night where, like, it's it's chill. Everything is relaxed on Thursdays. Nothing is, nothing ruffles on Thursdays. Thursdays is always going to be just... The girls gonna come in. They are gonna get theirs. We are gonna serve people. It's gonna be a good time. We are gonna wrap this thing up. That's my shortest day most times. Then Friday nights, Wait, we gotta eat jelly beans <laughs> and have our drinks because I'm about to meet Wendy Williams. <laughs> we can talk about her job and I'm about to get her beer. <laughs> I love my job. I love that you love your job because just coming in and seeing you in the environment. It was just such a good feeling. Like, I didn't need to be in the crowd. Like, I was perfectly fine just sitting back, chilling in the corner, waiting for you to come and talk to me real mm-hmm. quick to go back and do your thing. Like, because it's really, Cork and Thorn is really such a beautiful thing to have out here because it's so fast paced. I feel like we forgot about that one. That moment. That one type of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, that one. I'm trying to figure Where out, like, the word. can you somebody play a guitar at? You know what I mean? You're hearing a full band. Do you're poetry, hearing, rap, sing. I watch I watch somebody beatbox and tap dance together. <laughs> Where you gonna see that at? And I'm ta- wait, and I'm talking about cold though. I'm talking about and these are black men. So now I'm about to get your business. Because I feel like you have a very interesting view on just relationships and men <laughs> in general. And I feel like some stuff really makes me think because I feel like you have, you really have your own way of thinking about things, like (laughs) honestly and truly, like, Mm -hmm. and it'll run my mind because, I mean, different perspectives is always an amazing thing. It'll run my mind because it'll make me think differently. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be thinking one way and hear you and I feel like, okay, hmm. 
maybe I should double back. Maybe I should change this. Maybe I should do something this way. Mm. I just feel like you have a different viewpoint. So I want to, I want to get the tea. Like, I want to know. Like, that's different. You don't see that. Like, none of my life have I ever seen no black man tap dance. Now, I know it exists. And I'm not going to say, you know, there's not a lot of them. But to physically get to see it in your eyes by surprise, that's for not. It's a, and you be, probably beatbox into it. And I'm talking about homie not not tap dance until dude start beatboxing. Like he just hitting the rhythm. Like that's phenomenal catch on. Like, I don't know. That's all. And it's, it feels good to see it. So when you think of your ideal man, what is he like? What does he look like to you? What does he have? What is he bringing to the table for you? Um, that's a very interesting question. When, if I close my eyes and I get to think what he looked like, he is just tall in stature and he carries himself like a man and he moves like a man and you don't question what he does because he's a man. In all honesty, if that could just, if I close my eyes and whatever that looked like, I don't know. Because I've dated a lot of different types of dudes as far as, like, figure and stature and build, education, jobs, professions, Mm -hmm. situations, drama, anything. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty a bear once I like you. Right. Once you my bear, you my bear. And I don't want to let you go. I take you everywhere with me. Even regardless of what we go through, you my bear. Where do you leave your bear? It don't ever not have you. My bear in the second room. Like, that's stuffed animal from a ch- childhood. Like, that. that's just what you do. So, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, I don't know. Only thing I could really say is tall. That's what I like. You I like tall, brown skin. You know, some, if I ever have children, Lord, please don't quote me. They gotta be. I want little brown skin little kids with little, <laughs> little little lappy coils that I could do their little ponytails and I could braid their hair and the pigtails and you know that I could have that bonding moment me and my mom had all the time. Like, right. I would love that. So yeah, that would be it. So financially speaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> because what's I feel like, like what's it looking like? Because I feel like this is the conversation we have the most. It's always what's being brought to the table financially or yeah i mean i mean that's because that's not that that's the only thing that matters but like what people fail to understand is how hard it is to like you when i'm unhappy with what i've got i can't like you my best when i don't like what i got which makes us argue and now we just fussing and now we fighting because we don't got and you said and somebody didn't and you said you were supposed to have and now you asking like now we sitting here frustrated about who's supposed to take care of stuff i don't like that frustration i don't <laughs> i have to get my burp it's okay <laughs> i don't like that frustration like i want to know that i can trust in whoever my man is to just take care of what of what may need to be taken care of I just want security. Right. That that to me to not be secure with my man 
is fearful because I, I almost feel I could do bad by myself. Do and you, that's, Do you feel like you need someone to match what you make or do you feel like you need someone to make more than you make? I'm cool with matching if you can hold it and you... I'm cool. I'm okay with matching if you have plans to still grow because I do. This is not where I'm stopping. I need you to have the same mindset. Where are you going? Where are we going? What Do you understand what I'm doing is what I'm doing and why I'm doing it? You know, because sometimes it's hard for people to date people in uh, any service industry. My girl said the same thing all the time. It's just hard because they feel like you and dudes' faces all day. And that's really not what it is. Most of these times, these dudes really know you exist. And you know why they know you exist? Because they with they bitch. We talking about y'all. Like, it, it's not no secret. Ain't nobody scared of y'all. Y'all be scared of y'all. Y'all be holding on way too much. Like, and, and not in no disrespectful form. It's just anybody comes with too much of yesterday on today. What do you mean by that? Like, I also feel, what are we arguing for if we both want to stay? For what? Why are we talking about yesterday tomorrow? Like, for what? Like if, if we really want to stay, and this is really what we want to do, and we really going to just figure it out, why we don't just wake up tomorrow with a better attitude and just figure it out? Why carry on this? Why make people mad for a long time? Why make me want to think about other shit? Why? For what? Why make me mad? Why continue to make me mad? So do you feel like you come across a lot of young men today that have their stuff together financially the way you do? Or do you feel like you come across more on the come up or do you feel feel like you come across more on the lazier side of the spectrum? I feel like I've honestly dated them all. And I honestly can say that being that I am just finally coming into myself. A lot of them are too. So maybe I really just was frustrated with a process. You know, and that's fair. You know, sometimes sometimes my journey is not to wait for you. Not just, I might not have made it here waiting for you. That's all. Um, but I, f- I find that for one, sometimes dudes feel like it's bad to work a regular job. Nothing's wrong with that. I work a regular job. I work a good regular job. It's a regular right. job. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not. I'm not trying to get over on nothing. I'm. I'm solid with what I do. I go to work. I punch in. I'm out of there. I still live an honest living. That's nice to say. Why do you feel like they think it's a problem to work a regular job? Because the internet show that you got to make a hundred thousand in a day. This is true. Like, and that's not fair. You don't make a hundred thousand in a day. You don't. You you don't. You do you not. You got to build for it. You you got to everything put, you do is building for it. Yeah, you know, you working fifty five hours a week. You figured it out. You skipping that party. You not buying that car. <laughs> Drag you try- me. <laughs> <laughs> you not you not buying that car. <laughs> so, what is your relationship status as of now? Oh, you were dangerous. <laughs> I told you, I'm getting on my Wendy Williams shit. Um, I told you. Come on, bartender. <laughs> it's complicated. Why is it complicated? Because it's like, 
it's like it's like I'm having a hard time figuring out if it's more of what I want or more of what I need. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, if it's really good for me, or if I'm really just dragging it. Like, am I really being rational? Rational. And then sometimes I'm really, I really feel like in my mind I am. Like it's, it's. Baby, it's <laughs> You get on my nerves. I do. I feel like it's better to leave, but then some days I feel like it's better to stay. So, what makes you feel like it's better to stay versus leave? I'm happy most times. I'm happy most of the time. It's them times where I'm really not happy, and it's it's hard to stay when you're not happy. It's hard. Hmm. Nobody in particular, though. What do you mean by that? I think that right now I'm happy with a lot of stuff. And it's just hard that that's making me unhappy. I think that when your relationship personally is unhappy, I think sometimes in your personal life, <laughs> Come on. I feel like sometimes your personal life and your business life don't match. And it's hard to figure out what's important. And if being emotional or being emotional in your profession is worth losing what? What's worth losing what? And it's not like, it's not as if. I'm talking about, you know, you carry emotion on. Yeah. So when you start off bad and you're not happy and now you at home and you upset, why would you be happy elsewhere? If I know I got to come home and be unhappy. It's like hard. Are you thinking about it? Why are you not answering the phone? Are you at, now, now you at work making drinks and calling on the phone. Because <laughs> I'm calling on the phone. You're sick. It's dangerous being in love. It is. Trust is one of the most valuable things you could ever give somebody. I don't know. But I think I see it in like, I see it in a lot of women. Like you got to pick your personal life or your business life all the time. In every movie, that's that's the spin on the black woman. So do you feel like you've picked? Or do you feel like it's coming to a place where you're going to have to pick? I feel like it's coming to a place where I'm going to have to pick. Mm. And what is taking you there? What is making you feel like we are getting to that place where it's either my paper or you? It makes me too emotional. I'm a, I need to be focused at all points. I'm running a race right now. Like, I don't know. I'm going to cry. But you said, you also said as we were talking earlier, you feel like you need to have your your person. Everybody want a teddy bear. I want one. Why I can't have one? Why I got to have all this stuff and I got to have nice stuff, but I can't have nobody like me? That don't feel good. That don't feel good. Or nobody like you feel like they like you. Right. Or put the effort in to like you or answer they damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, it's weird. It's weird because you feel so important 
where you going, but not where you at. Right. If that makes sense. Like, cause at work, I feel super appreciated all day, you know, from everybody, from all the people when I go pee, they let me pee first. Like from people who know I'm just knowing the bartender, that feel good. Like, you know, to know who I am, know what I do, know what I make happen in there. You know, that all feel good. It feels like it's not trend. Like I'm not, I don't know, like Savannah 2.0 life is better. <laughs> Shit, her life better. Like, why I can't have that all the time? So what do you feel like will make you feel more appreciated? I feel like right now, I just want to like do stuff. I want to have fun. Like I, I want to experience stuff. I'm, I'm working this hard. Let me experience something. You want somebody to take the time out and plan something, and or do something for me, or know know that I answer I answer a million and two questions all week at work. Don't ask me what I want to eat. I don't know. Make a reservation and pick something. Just take me there. It was a fuck. I'ma eat it. Like, I don't know. I don't I can't answer not near another one question. I've been answering the phone. I've been fixing what these girls got. I done made at least five hundred times five is twenty five hundred. Like twenty five hundred drinks to a three thousand drinks in in a week. I'm tired of answering questions. <laughs> I don't care. So would you say you are more dominant at work than you are in, well, you would want to be more, you would want to be more submissive in your relationship than than you would want to be at work. After work, I run, that's my program. Right. I feel, and everybody else know, and everybody else calls me, sucks to say, I'm the bulldog. It's, or pit bull, my bad. I'm the pit bull. This is my yard. I'm gonna make sure everything functions, but I, I'm the heart of this building. They know that. Everybody knows that. And it's it's that's a good feeling to know that. You know, sometimes it's very pressure, but it's a good feeling in general. You know, to know that you matter. People in here know that you matter. You know, and you doing a good thing for these people. People come here from you would not even imagine the amount of phone calls I answer. People saying two weeks, three weeks in advance, they come in from out of town. They got some people they want to bring. How many can they bring? We arranging bottles. Like, that's a good thing to know you know about me from wherever you coming from. I got to make sure you have a good time. You came for this. Like, that. that's a good feeling to have. So what's your end goal from being a bartender? Well, what are your goals? Let me. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. What are your goals as of now with bartending i only want to become better like it's crazy going through this bar rescue experience i felt i would have learned something and i don't i really feel like i got sucks to say played on tv to be something that i'm not the heart of the building i'm the heart of that building i don't ever fall apart Ever. They got me on this show crying. Like, at no point do I ever... Not at work. I'm not like that at work. Right. I'm a bulldog at work. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. growl at work. I'm not finna... I'm not finna cry. I'm on this show. They got me so outside of myself. I'm crying. What happened? It just... 
the long days to the miscommunication to the drinks being showed to me 10 minutes before I'm doing it. And, you know, okay to say that as a bartender, there's plenty of things that, plenty of thing, plenty of things that are just like one another that right. I remember, like, I remember, like, for example, Long Island. It's a, it's a million and one spinoffs. Mm-hmm. But I know the basis of a Long Island, so I can almost make any of the other ones because I got the core. Most of the liquor is always the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really just like a memory game. But yeah, I mean, long story short, I just feel like the experience wasn't what I expected. I over expected. I over expected to be treated like they cared more than what they cared. Right. Because they, they essentially was doing it because of COVID. Yeah, because of a COVID relief. So we didn't even ask for it. It's not like we were doing bad or like, you know, not that I knew at least. You know, from what I see, from my end, I see the numbers that I make. It seems like it transpires to be a great night for everybody. People leave smiling. To me, that transpires right. as everybody happy. Right. The people even smiling. My boss leaves smiling. My doorman ended up smiling. Everybody's smiling. We skipping out the building. It might be 3 30 in the morning, but we skipping about the building. Right. You know, so that just feels good to be a part of. And but, how how do you feel like they portrayed it? Like we're just not put together. Like we just like I'm not a good bartender. I'm a machine. I make drinks seven to ten hours a day every day i know what a drink is like don't but don't move my strainer my team knows savannah stuff needs to be where savannah stuff needs to stay right all my liquor stays in the same spot every day it doesn't move if you move it you put it back you don't leave it where it's at you don't leave it where you made the drink they all put it back because my game the the way a machine works is off memory so now that i remember that it's there it has to be there because when it's not, it fucks up my whole rotation. Now, I didn't remember the six drinks. Now, I can't find where my damn Jackie is. Now, I forgot. They know that's detrimental to the machine. So, But that's how I think any good bar works. You know, everybody just remembers where everything is and what happens. And you press play every day. Do you feel like that was the end goal, their end goal from the very beginning to make it seem that way as a part of their bar rescue aesthetic? Maybe. Like, I feel like it was just played in general. Like. You don't show anybody a drink 10 minutes before they got to film it. Well, you don't show a person a drink for 10 minutes that only one person on your team of five gets to make. And it's not even your bartender. And then 10 hours later or seven hours later, I have to film on television the drink you showed me and had somebody else make. Then I got to make it on national television. Mm -hmm, I feel played. Yeah. I'm in the bathroom crying. I'm upset. Like, I wasn't happy. A lot of my team wasn't happy. One of my girls quit because of it. Really? She didn't want to be on TV. Like, she was real adamant, and it came down to it, and we let her go. That's fucking crazy. But that is reality TV. And my, I just hired another bartender, too. So my bartender was asking me last night, do I feel like Bar Rescue is going to, like, bring this outside traffic? And I pray to God it does. You know, even though we already get plenty of people coming from out of town, I, you know, you never know who will see and just want a little private venue and buy you out. 
Right. And and we like those. I don't know. Overall, being a bartender in Las Vegas is like it's a dream I never knew I had. It's so much fun. It's like it's really like my wheelhouse. Like I'm back there having the time of my life. What is it like experience nightlife behind the bar versus in front of the bar? Sometimes it is frustrating because you're seeing people have so much fun. So much fun. But I mean, at my job, I could if I if I want to stop and twerk, I can. Ain't nobody gonna stop me. <laughs> I mean, I'm really bartending at a party. Like, it's so much fun. Like So you would say there's no difference between being behind the bar, really, and being in front of the bar? I guess for me, it's a little bit more stressful just because so many people rely on me, too. You know, all my girls need me to make their drinks. My bartender needs me when he can't figure out something on the computer. You know, my bar back needs me when this happens. My bar, my buster needs me when that happens. My boss is calling my name, you know, so sometimes it's pressure. But I don't know. I, I just told my manager that I feel like I work best right when my head is about to explode. Like, that's when I'm making my best drinks. Right here. She focused. Right there. Right there when I know it count, I'm focused. Like, I am like, drinks is coming out like this. I'm focused right now. We we in here and I see it's money in here. It's You see when, you know when um, in Players Club has the button? Mm-hmm. It's the money. All my bitches start spinning. It's money. It's money upstairs. It's money upstairs. Like, come on, y'all. The money is upstairs. Yes, like, and that's how you feel. Like, we just had a party where it was called the Players and Hoes Ball. <laughs> it was a dude's fiftieth birthday party, a pimp in Vegas. He had his birthday party there, so it's always crazy who you meet. Like, you know, because that's crazy. But that's very Las Vegas, though. And I had so much fun. Like, I wish I had pictures and I wasn't working so hard so I could show you. But I don't because I was working so hard. I look good. Too hard to show, I show you my picture how I look. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so much fun. And it's always nice because you just, like I said, you never know who you're going to meet. You know, my boss is pretty well known in Las Vegas too. So, What's the most interesting connection you've made so far? Ooh. That's what I wore. Oh, yeah, I like that. That's hot. Yeah, I like that shirt. That's my new favorite shirt. I can't wait to wear it again. Um, Because we wear our clothes more than once. I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't believe in that. If you want to add that in here, no matter how much money I get, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my clothes twice. Well, there's going to be so much I got to edit out of this one. Hmm? There's going to be so much I have to edit out of this one. It's okay. It's okay. It's going to be great for like when I get married, though. You'll have the footage. You can play it at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, <laughs> he is who you want to spend your life with. I love him. That's not the question. I don't know. I don't know who I want to spend my life with. I don't know what I want to spend my life doing. You know, you asked me my angle and I, I spun it all off to something else. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do in the end. What I do right now really makes me happy. And for the first time in a really, really long time, what I'm doing is paying off. For a really long time, I was fucking up and fucking up and fucking up and fucking up for the first time in a long time. It's some good shit shining right now. 
I wouldn't want to leave that. Right. But I mean, who's to say? Like, you only wake up wanting to be better. When I know that I'm bartending a party and it's going to be easily 200 people there, I know I'm focused. I come in my best self that day because that day, it matters. And I work every day like that. So now I just, you just do it. Like, I go in, we do it. Ready, set, go. We running. Like, we running until we can't run no more. And yeah, you have nights where you're tired, and sometimes it is hard even working just in nightlife. You know, even just to be young, people are always like, oh my God, you're young. Yeah, but I'm tired. Like, <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. Like, okay, I worked 50 hours this week. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm, I'm sleepy. I want to do that. <laughs> but. I don't know. I also work a place where my voice matters enough to where if somebody is sleepy or I'm sleepy, you know, I have the privilege of going home, sending people home. So I don't think anybody feels hostile in there. You know, nobody feels like they stuck or that they're not heard, not listened to, you know, overall. We have our moments. We like a family. But for the most part, we look out for each other. For sure. Do you feel like you've made reliable connections within this? I do. I think honestly what this has made me <coughs> Jelly Bean went down the wrong path. <laughs> Hold on. Get yourself together. I think honestly this has just prepared me for so much better. It made me good. It made me sharp. It made me witty. It made sure that I was accurate every time. That I knew what I was doing. That the money was right. That the overhead was right, that everybody was coming in, that we was going to make money today. You know, it's taught me precision. You know, it, it's given me a bunch of other stuff. So even, you know, right now, I don't, until recently, you know, my bar was still closed. So I wasn't even really talking to as many people as I was normally used to. So I haven't really made that many connections. But the most of the people who like me, they tip tink tink pretty well. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that that's just, that's nice. Like, yeah. I had a dude last night paid to talk on the mic. What is it like watching everything from the bar? Sometimes it's really weird how my mind must think because sometimes like my girls will come to me and like everything they needed is done. Like that's because I'm just watching now. Because now anytime I'm not moving, I may be standing, but I'm I'm really working. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really making sure that you know Jimmy didn't jump on Johnny and that Jam got a drink <laughs> and that you know I'm making sure of stuff. You know I'm making sure if the buster is not doing what his job is to make sure he's getting his table bust. I'm, you know now I'm finding Eric because why did he use all my Hennessy and not put it back? Like we finna make sure he puts it back. Like nevertheless, you know, like I said, our family though. So it's like I'm like the older sister, but I'm the baby. So. I'm the bossy little sister, kind of. like, And everybody just listens to me and puts up with it because I'm the little sister. They're going to put up on my shit. They know it's all in good faith, though.